Dustin. Hello, all my friends. It's me, Steve Van Elk, here again with Dustin McKibben on the Wedding Photo Hangover Podcast. You guys, it is the end of the year. It's the end of an era. Um, 2019 is dying. 2020 is coming in, and you're back listening to the finest phototainment in the world. One last episode before possibly our world ends. We're heading into a new decade, a beautiful decade, a better decade. It's, it's the year of 2020. That's that is a beautiful 2020 just beautiful absolutely beautiful we're not it's gonna have election, another an election year number this beautiful until 2222 i'm calling it that's uh we'll be around for that can't wait to record an episode that day yeah. well i mean like 2121 that's gonna be ugly because that's an odd number and nobody likes odd numbers you know even numbers that's what we all about except if you like blackjack so uh doesn't my man, I know this is probably late news for everybody out there, but I just wanted to get your take, that sweet-ass Dustin McKibben take. Uh, the USDA has officially removed mm-hmm. Wakanda from the list of free trade partners. Man, I wanted them sweet, sweet batons they have. This I wonder that all of them got taken off eBay. <laughs> just last night, they all just disappeared from eBay. Yeah, eBay was like, oh, can't trade with us anymore. All the vibranium Trump. just gone. Mm-hmm. They couldn't afford to pay the Trump tariffs. Dustin, we're, we're back. It's the New Year's Eve episode. We're watching those balls drop. Your balls dropping this year? <laughs> Got that ball drop? Balls are dropping every year, Stephen. Mm-hmm. Dustin, uh, you know... We got asked to photograph the ball drop this year, and are you uh, having a big party? Thankfully, they asked my wife to photograph the ball drop, and <laughs> what? Um, Who asked your wife that? The uh, the host. So here in Fort Wayne, we have uh, like an annual ball drop. Uh, started a few years ago. I've never been, never plan on going because I have small children, and it's very cold here. And they do like a whole lit thing where they have a ball that drops downtown Fort Wayne. It's a big thing. And uh, one of the hosts of it, um, I guess, is friends with my wife on Facebook. And she's like, hey, I thought it'd be really fun because we didn't get any professional photos last year. If uh, you guys came and took pictures. For free. Uh, We didn't like it didn't even get to the point of discussing price because my wife was like, no, thank you. <laughs> Good on like, Corinne. If they had talked to you, you would have been like, yeah, I can do that. I'd be like, yep, yep. What time? You, you need me there at sure. midnight? Uh-huh. Is that when the ball drops at midnight? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll be there. Let's ratchet it up. Uh, how about 10 o'clock at night? <laughs> <laughs> can we can we fake it? I tried to do that at a New Year's Eve wedding a few years ago. Or no, just, just last year, actually. Um, because they couldn't afford to have us there till midnight. Um, like they refused to pay like the extra, and even though I tried like to explain that if you had response, they were like, 
Yeah, we'll pop like, some well, champagne. Do like Don't worry about yeah, it. Can we do like a faux ball drop type photo <laughs> just because you're going to want that? And they're like, yeah, yeah. And then like the moment comes around and they're like, no, that's okay. No, that's okay. If it's not real, we don't want it. But then the mom was like, wait, you guys are leaving? And I was like, yeah, we're only here till 10, 30. And they're like, oh, you have to stay till midnight. Here's my credit card. And I was like, here's my square car reader. <laughs> Crazy and, that I had this was, already attached to my phone. Wow. And Crin, Crin always gets mad when we stay late because she's like already in her mind, like on her way home. And then all of a sudden it's like, whoop, pulled back in. Yeah. No, I mean, if Jen pulled that shit on me. I'd be super happy. I'd be like, yeah, let's make more money. Okay, so I guess I'm not exactly. like Fred at all then. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Do you guys are shooting a New Year's Eve wedding this year. No. Like, wait, it didn't end up coming to fruition? No, man. That means you're coming to our New Year's we Eve party? We prices and then uh, never heard back from them again. <laughs> all right, we'll see you guys uh, next week. Next week? Dustin. This is our New Year's Eve episode. <laughs> we'll see you we'll tonight. We'll see you guys tonight. We'll see you tonight. <laughs> Why are you ruining the illusion for everyone? <laughs> uh, because most people don't realize this, Stephen, but you actually are podcasting with me from an alternate dimension where we celebrate New Year's differently than when you in your dimension celebrate I like that you're referencing our answer to the Q&A from the Christmas episode. <laughs> <laughs> I just like to stay on topic. It's off topic. This is a new episode, Dustin. <laughs> Do you not understand how these things work? It's follow up, Stephen. <laughs> Dustin, you know, trying to trying to find a universe that doesn't celebrate Christmas. <laughs> All the worst ones. Doesn't new week, new 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 mm-hmm. new episode. Obviously, we're still drinking though, right? So, Dustin, what mm-hmm. you got tonight? I have a Fistmas sale that I need to go get. Are you for real? <laughs> All right. This is a great holiday ale from Revolution Brewing in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Give you first impression. Santa himself drank one of oh, these. Oh, yeah. And said it was awful. It smells pretty bad. Giving you that first aroma. Yeah, not very good. Oh. Dustin's over there getting oh. fisted right now. <laughs> That's what it feels like. It feels like my tongue just got fisted. You know, Dustin, if you look back in the show notes for our first Christmas episode, I think you'll find something surprising there. What? Our episode that's maybe entitled from the first Christmas after we started this podcast called Merry Fistmas. Oh, is this what you drank? It's what you drank. Oh, really? It might have been what I drank. I'm pretty certain we both had one that year. I'm pretty certain you liked it, too. Don't like this. Is it a bad batch? Because Fistmas is typically pretty good. Maybe it's just not good after the cinnamon and sugar Great oh Lakes yeah beer. yeah that would be a real you need to give that one a few sips let it really sink in really get fisted by that beer always try always try you know getting fisted by that beer is probably better than getting fisted by your brother 
to reference our Christmas episode from two years ago. I love that you're pulling out all these references, and I have no idea. Yeah, it was a great episode. You know, I still look back on it with love in my heart. Um, should have should have been pulling these references out on the Christmas episode, not the New Year's Eve episode. What am I doing? Yeah, this is all about the new year, Stephen. New beginnings, fresh starts. Dude, that first new president, first year, new we, wedding season. We can seasons. only hope a new president. That first year, our New Year's Eve episode, we called uh, the Fortress of Solitaire because I was recording from my sister's house, which is the house like she she lives in the house I grew up in. She bought it for my mom, and there's literally a game closet there, like a full like two door closet sort of thing with games mm-hmm. from top to bottom and you're so mad at me because like I never want to play games with you <laughs> yeah I have a whole game closet here too and uh, uh, your own fortress you never... of solitaire mm-hmm. and all the games stay in the packets packaging packages packages it's so great to think back uh, to those times we were so young back then a full two two, two so, years ago back when we still had hair on our chins Back when I still had hair on my forehead. <laughs> hair on your forehead. Yeah, yeah, the top part. Forehead hair? Yeah, up here, you know, where the hat's covering it up. There used to be hair there. Mm. It's because you wear hats too much and it's wearing away your hairline. Yeah, I know. I That's what my older brother always told me. He doesn't wear hats and his hairline's just like mine, so. Mm-hmm. Except like two years worse because he's two years older than me. So, I think maybe it's just genetics. I don't think it has anything to do with hats, but that's just me. I'm not a doctor or anything. We all know that. Dustin, uh, this week I'm also, I'm I'm still drinking a Duval. It's, it's not because I opened. What do you mean still? It's, what do you mean still? This is a new episode, a new day. It, it is a new Steven. episode. The Duval I opened last week was a 750 milliliter. You think I could finish that in one sitting? I had to ration yes. it out over several yes, days. I do. It's like an 11 percent. It's like a oh no, it's only 8.5 percent. Uh, I should be able to handle this one. Okay, I've seen you. Full transparency take down to the listeners cakes. here. We're recording our Christmas episode and our New Year's no, Eve no episode back to back. Our New Year's episode back to back, same night. And before we started recording, I did drink a McKellar Brunch Weasel, which is also an eight point five percent beer. But that one was a twelve fluid ounces. That wasn't a seven fifty milliliter. So I should be holding up better because that was like three hours ago. But no. No, I'm, I'm. And for the listeners out there, here. I, I had a peanut butter and jelly before we started recording tonight. You, you had a screwball? Nope, just a straight up peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> so uh, l- l- let me get this. You you took screwball whiskey, and you took two piece slices of bread. You put some uh, some blackberry jam, I assume, on it, and then dumped some mm-hmm. screwball whiskey mm-hmm. on the bread, and then ate it mm-hmm. just like that. With some Jiffy peanut butter as well. Yep. Oh my gosh, we got to do the screwball challenge. There's a screwball challenge. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's where you get two pieces of like bread this up. and you put jam in between them, and then you dunk the bread into screwball, and then you eat it, and it's like a peanut butter and jelly uh, sandwich, but you know the peanut butter screwball. I think you made that up just now. <laughs> If you're listening out there and you want to do the screwball challenge with me and Dustin, <laughs> do join the Patreon. 
you join the Patreon at the uh, producer level, Dustin and I will, will will bring you in for an episode and we'll do the screwball challenge with you. I will go out and buy that terrible whiskey and I will do it with you. I uh, just want to mention that when I went to buy a bottle as a gift for somebody, we don't need out. to name names, they were all sold Damn out Damn it, Dustin. It. If you bought me a the gift of screwball. The store told me it was the most popular whiskey oh. they've sold for the holidays. So cards on the table i've now tried screwball i've now tried screwball and i went to a giant whiskey event um, slash bourbon slash scotch or scottish whiskey as you call it over in scotland because you don't call it scotch there and uh i guess in scotland they wouldn't call it scottish whiskey would they they just call it whiskey <laughs> i've made so many mistakes how deep into this duvel am i so deep so deep i'm uh, you're being fisted by that devel elbow deep in this devel or maybe this devel's elbow deep in me who knows at this point um happy new year's everyone <laughs> i tried the screwball i was at uh the big red liquor they do like a big red liquor is a liquor store in the indianapolis area they do a giant bourbon whiskey event every year jen and i went this year uh they raffle off bottles they don't raffle off bottles of pappy van winkle because that'd be illegal they raffle off the opportunity to spend 200 dollars on a bottle of pappy van winkle so if you're because they they only get a limited number of bottles and uh they thought it was unfair to just sell them to first come first serve so instead they do this giant event tons of people come uh there's all sorts of different um whiskeys scotches and uh bourbons there and even some wine and some uh, gin and vodka as well. Not very much of that stuff. There's like one one table with wine, one table with like vodka, gin. The rest is all whiskey, scotch, and bourbon. And uh, they raffle off the Pappy Van Winkle and like a few other like rare whiskeys that they get throughout the year. So Jen and I went totes 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 hoping that we would uh win the ability to be able to spend two hundred dollars on you know a bottle of pappy didn't happen for us such a weird thing to win i know but like oh my gosh if jen and i won that i would have i would have paid i would have paid like twice as much as what you know the retail value of the pappy is so what you're saying is when i go to my real estate thing next week that's what I should put all my tickets in. I'm win. saying if you won the Pappy Van Winkle, I would be at your house. Like, you could text me and say, I won the Pappy Van Winkle. And two hours later, because that's how long it takes to drive from my house to your house, I would just be there. And you'd be like, what the hell, Steve? And I'd be like, yeah, I was thinking about opening that Pappy Van Winkle, eh, Dustin? But I could sell it for lots of money, it sounds like. Which is what Indianapolis photographer... <laughs> when he won his at the big record liquors thing <laughs> he told me that story and it was heartbreaking he said he felt bad spending so much money on it so then he turned around and sold it for like a thousand dollars he only paid two hundred dollars for it and i was like oh gotta feel real bad about making that profit don't you <sighs> hey you gotta do what you gotta do i hope he gave that money to an orphanage <laughs> wow so much of this probably so, needs to be so cut <laughs> So you've never tried it, though. Never tried it. Um, never, never been fortunate enough to so try all it. All you know, it could taste like shit. Um, so they, th so there's like a, 
there's a bourbon whiskey that's made from the same mash as the Pappy Van Winkle. Um, and what's that for the listeners out there? Don't remember off the top of my head. It's <laughs> oh my gosh, Dustin, I'm like all the way through a Duval. <laughs> I'm having a great night, great night here with you, my best friend Dustin. Um, but yeah, but you can't remember the name of the can't bourbon. Remember. Um, so there, there's like a bourbon made from the same mash as the Pappy Van Winkle. It's made by the same company, and uh, the the way they figure out we'll call it Weller. Yeah. So you just looked it up. Great. <laughs> No, I just know these things. Okay, so yeah, I had the Weller, and the Weller's um, taste-wise supposed to be very similar to the Pappy because it's made from the same mash. Um, they just take it out of the barrel earlier because when their like taste tester person goes around and tastes all the barrels, they can just tell it's not going to do as well as the other ones if it's left in longer. Um, so what you end up with is supposedly a bourbon that is similar taste wise to the tongue as the Pappy Van Winkle, but it has like the biggest burn in the world. So Jen bought me a bottle of that one year and oh my gosh, I got to tell you, the taste was utterly delicious and the burn was the worst thing I've ever experienced in my life. It was like eating like jalapeno peppers and ghost peppers and uh, yeah, Sounds awful. it was real bad. It was real bad, the burn. The initial like flavor though was great. And like with the uh, bourbon and whiskey, it's like, you're supposed to like take a few sips and then like after that like you won't feel the burn anymore um it's just kind of like the way unless you drink screwball in which you taste no burn ever screwball's a terrible terrible thing um so like (laughs) bourbons and whiskeys you're supposed to take a few sips and then like after you've had a few sips like the burn just kind of goes away because your mouth gets used to it with the the weller the burn never went away it was so bad so very bad it was maybe one of the worst experiences i've ever had in my life but the initial like second before the burn hit, so good, so very good, just tasty as hell. <sighs> so what have you had that is equivalent to that? Equivalent to that taste? Um, mm-hmm. Recently, like the thing I've loved the most is uh, the Yellowstone. Yellowstone's real good. I don't think it's anything similar to that, but it's it's just it's so good, man. Um, and then when I was at the bourbon event, I. Uh, Friends of the show, Ross Eaglesham and uh, James Kelly of the Photographer's Crack podcast. I sent them some messages to mm. see because there's a bunch of whiskey there from Scotland that I, I had no idea what's good, what's not good. And they gave me a bunch of stuff to try. And uh, uh, James recommended the Mort Lock. That was amazing. Amazing whiskey. Um, I would I would drink lots of that. Okay. Yeah, if you had that, I would be at your house. Probably not in two hours, like if you had a bottle of Pappy, but, you know, I'd be there. And, like, a, a big part of the reason why Pappy's so coveted is just because it's so rare. And, like, a few years ago, there was, like, that whole thing where, like, somebody stole a bunch of Pappy Van Winkle from <laughs> from the distillery. They stole a bunch of barrels of it. And those barrels, just nobody knows what happened to them. They just went missing, and they're gone now. So it's even more rare now than it was because, you know, with uh, whiskey, bourbon, all that kind of stuff, like you age it for, you know, several years. So like a Pappy Van Winkle is going to be aged for 10, 12, 15 or 20 years, depending on which Pappy you get. And uh, yeah, it's just going to be that. I mean, they stole it a few years ago and like the whatever they stole probably wasn't coming out for like another few years or whatever. So. Like you don't even see the repercussions of it right away on the marketplace, but a weird world, the bourbon world, just anything aged, 
you know, age scooter. That's weird too, you know. <laughs> well, you want to talk about the cheese world? <laughs> Dude, I, I would get so into the cheese world. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, when we go to Nashville, we'll track down some pappy for you. That's not going to happen. That's not a thing. Yellowstone. We'll get some Yellowstone. I'll introduce you to my good friend, Yellowstone. There are certain bars that serve pappy. Yeah. I would love to go That's to one of those bars. very expensive. The, uh, oh man. There's a really good, like, barbecue place that does, like, bourbon and barbecue here in the Indianapolis area called North End Barbecue. And you can get, mm -hmm. like, the Elijah Craig 20-year there. And it just costs, you know... $50 for a shot of it. Pretty pretty normal pricing, right, Dustin? $50 for one yeah. shot. Seems pretty standard. So, Dustin, let's get into our real topic, though, now that we've wasted a ton of time <laughs> talking about alcohol. Um, Dustin, it's New Year's Eve. What New Year's resolutions are you making this year? I'm going to focus a lot more on my family. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. But Less on business, more I on family, or more on business because you got to support that family. Yeah. I'm working on diversifying our business so that my wife doesn't have to shoot as much. Um, still trying to figure that part out as we go into the new year, um, whether that be more associate photographer opportunities, up, whether that be more real estate bro, photography. Bro. Bro um, associates, bro. That, bro, bro, associates, yeah, bro, associates. What's up, bro? No, I'm uh, game. You're supposed to be spending more time with your family too. Yeah, <laughs> my family needs money, <laughs> bro. What's up? That's what Jennifer's for. Uh, I'll drive to Fort Wayne, bro. Mm, believe it when I see it. Um, I'll make the switch to Sony, bro. Did you order some Sony's? No, I did not. But if you're going to start hiring me to do bro associate weddings on days when I don't already have weddings booked for Jen and I, then maybe I could swing that, bro. Felt felt really bad. I was, uh, we had a wedding cancel on us mm -hmm. this uh, yesterday. And uh, the person who I hired to shoot video with me that day, um, I thought that they had already ordered, like they were already planning on ordering a Sony body. And they were going to, like, this was their excuse to go ahead and pull the trigger. Mm. And I was going to feel really bad when I made the phone call to let them know that the wedding was no longer happening. Then they died and you didn't have to worry about it. Scrooge. And uh, they thankfully, thankfully they uh, hadn't bought the Sony yet. But I was going to be really, really concerned if they were like, oh, I just pulled the trigger on spending... Dustin, I almost bought a Canon EOS R the other day. Well, when you told me the price, I didn't blame yeah, you. Yeah, it dropped down to $13.99, but um, I didn't... Or wait, $13.50, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, super mm -hmm. cheap. Uh, it's $14.99, but then on Green Toe, I got an offer for $13.50. I, I put in an offer for like $7.50. And... Um, I was almost going to buy the EOS R and then Jen said this one little thing to me, which completely just shut that all that down, which was, can it record video to dual card slots? And can it? It cannot. I'm it not only has one card it. slot. So <laughs> I was going to record well, video to two card slots when it only has one card slot. 
Oh. That is uh, why we need to make that Kickstarter item, which is just a plastic placebo that goes on so the bottom of the you EOS You say that, car. but I've had multiple times running a videography business where um, cards, SD cards, CF cards have failed on me for video. Um, they've corrupted or other stuff. So I would love to get invested in a system for video that records to two cards and Panasonic does it with the GH5 and the uh, S1. Mm-hmm. But I also saw another company does it. Dustin, do you know what that company is? Sony. Sony, the A7 III, in a firmware update, they added the ability to record to two cards. There you oh, go. man, and now, now back to just lusting after that Sony gear. <laughs> I thought I was done with that lust, but I'm right back. I'm right back, buddy. Oh, man, I really wish Canon would just get their shit together and put out, like, a, a Canon mirrorless that records to two cards because I would love to be able to stick with Canon. I've heard, like, the... Uh, Shooting on the USR and the USRP and using like the EF to RF adapter is actually super good. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but but they just don't have what I need, so because I I would kill. I would kill to be able to record video to dual card slots. And I asked you about it, Dustin. Have you ever shot to dual card slots with your uh, A7Threes? I just got them, so no, I have not shot video on them yet. Um, but to my knowledge, we couldn't record to two card slots when we were shooting on my A7R 3. See, I didn't see anything about the A7R 3. I only saw about the A7 III having simultaneous recording or dual recording. I forget how they. I would assume to it. I could not on the R3 because I've gone to record before. And it will tell me that the card is in the wrong card slot. See, and that's the thing. Which makes me I think there's saw. a dedicated slot for video. So the A7 III, it's like one card slot does like UHS-2 and the other one does UHS-1 for the SD cards. And I might be getting the mm-hmm. acronyms wrong there. Uh, but like one card slot is faster than the other. Which is why I sent you a text seeing if you'd ever tried to record video to both card slots since it's an available option. Because... If you can't actually do it because you don't have enough, like the ability to write fast enough, you know, then it won't be worth it. But if you could like write fast enough to have like 1080 or 4K on like the fast card slot and then on the slow card slot, it's just like 720 all the time or something like that. Like that would be worth it. But then again, maybe that's super crazy and would never work out to write like two separate video feeds at the same time to two separate card slots. I don't know. I don't know either, man. But yeah. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. By recording to one yeah. card. One thing I have loved that I found out this year, because I made the mistake while shooting a wedding where I shot a bunch and I only had one card in and I didn't realize it. And so then like halfway through the wedding, I threw another card into my Canon. And the Canon DSLRs all have this thing built in where you can just say, copy all the photos from the card that's already <laughs> in to the other card. So I was able to back up all my photos from one card to the other while there, like hmm. halfway through the wedding. It was, it was one of those things where it's like, I felt like so nervous, like when I realized I only had one card in and then I did that. And like a minute later, all the photos had been copied from the one, from the CF card to the SD card. And I was like, I don't feel nervous anymore. And like, I don't know. I mean, if, if the card had corrupted sometime before then I would have been screwed, but <laughs> It didn't, so we're all good. But I wonder if uh, 
maybe that's how Sony does it. Maybe they just record to the one card slot. And then as soon as you like end the video for the one card slot, it just copies that over to the other card slot. I don't know, but that's why I was asking you about it. Dustin, I need, I need somebody with their, their feet on the ground. Your, your answer was, I have no idea. Thank you. <laughs> my answer was more like, oh, my camera bag's in my car. It's 18 degrees outside. Oh, I don't want to go out and look. Why is your car not in the garage? You have like a three-car garage. garage. It it's not 18 garage. degrees in your garage. No, but the idea of it being 18 degrees, because I'm so used to my car being outside before we built this house oh, with okay, a 15-car okay, okay. garage. So, yeah. All right. Well, Dustin, back to the use resolutions. You want to spend less time shooting weddings, more time shooting other work so that Corinne doesn't have to work as much. Anything else? Uh, not so much time shooting less weddings. I personally just don't want to shoot as many weddings. Mm, okay. I still want to bring in as much wedding work. Um, How is that possible just, if you're shooting less weddings to bring in as much wedding like, work? Associate brand. Ah, okay, okay. Bro associate brand. Just like you and Jen. Like you've got like the Jen Van Elk and then you've got the Redwood Lane. Then you've got the Jen Van Elk associate plus yeah. squad. Jen Van Elk Suicide Squad. Cool, cool, cool. So that's uh, that's Michael. How about you, Steve? What what's what are you trying to do in the new years? I want to slide back into video. I want to get more more into the video world. I love shooting video. Um, I love editing video. Like I love writing for video. All that stuff is super fulfilling to me creatively, and I just feel like I don't get to do enough of it. Like this year, we had several weddings. And unfortunately, every wedding we booked for video, I was already booked for photo. So I didn't get to shoot any video at any weddings this year. Um, so that was kind of a bummer for me because I actually really enjoy doing that. The only thing I really shot was like a video wise for like the, the wedding stuff was um, I did like an engagement shoot while Jen was doing photos. I did video it was the one out in L.A. So that was fun. But like. I edited something together and I don't even know if it's ever going to see the light of day just because like like they didn't pay anything for it and I shot most of it on like an iPhone because I was bored <laughs> like like I laugh at the idea of shooting on an iPhone but like I shoot a ton of stuff on iPhones like I, I actually really love it and um, you can shoot you can get like really good footage on an iPhone video wise um, for what I'm looking most for most people don't realize this but Steven Van Elk shoots a tremendous amount of video on his iPhone that never sees the light <laughs> yes, of day yes I do um, no so like when I shoot weddings um, so I have like an A camera a B camera a C camera during the ceremony for like a I want like, you know, a wide shot. I want me on a camera and I want my second shooter on a camera. So like, you know, I got three cameras rolling DSLRs like that throughout the wedding or mirrorless now. Um, and then I will typically set up one or two iPhones, like old iPhones that I have to shoot like just basically like weird angles and weird shots. And a lot of times I end up liking that better than like the DSLR stuff. Not that I like... I don't spend like most of the wedding on it because it's, you know, from like a weird angle or whatever, but I'll like cut to it a few times. And like, I love using like iPhones kind of, kind of like you'd use a GoPro, you know, like I just need some weird sort of angle where I can use this for something later. And like, I love having that ability. So that's what I use my A6500 for. Yes. On the yeah. Yeah. But I mean, 
want to use an A6500 when you can just use an iPhone? You know what I'm saying? Because, see, as Steve knows, I'm the king of overkill when it comes to ceremonies. I mean, the last wedding Stephen and I shot together, I had a total of one, two, three, four, five, six cameras rolling mm-hmm. for the ceremony. Wait. Which one we never hit record on, but... One we never hit record on? One your intern at the time never hit record on? I think Luke. Luke didn't hit record on it. What? Where is that? It was ass? the GoPro. We put the GoPro up on that ledge on the steps to get the cross angle of the groom's face. Mm, yeah. Which and would have been a terrible started, shot anyway. So. <laughs> yeah, it would have been, but I just was like overkill want every angle but i typically that wedding aside i typically do an a camera b camera c camera like steve said then i also do a d camera which is a moving shot mm-hmm. typically around with a gimbal of different elements like a pan from above the gas or a push Dude, if it's bright kind of outside shots. like if you're shooting outside might as well just use that iphone 11 pro for that that D camera, it's like you don't even need a gimbal or anything. Like it's steady enough with its stabilization built in and everything. You just like throw it in your hand and like you know rock out. Uh, I'm getting a little tempted. So I bought the iPhone 11 Pro uh, for the ability to use the wide-angle lens for real estate videos, and I've yet to really utilize it. And then yesterday I saw a post about a real estate photographer who really quickly using some iPhone app edited together um, a real estate walkthrough video. And I was watching this without reading like what he wrote. I was like, oh, it's pretty like, it's a pretty good, like normal real estate video. And then like having seen that he didn't use a gimbal, it was all handheld, Mm -hmm. all edited on his iPhone, shot with his iPhone, delivered, you know, same day, from his phone, oh, Dustin. I was a little blown away. One of the videos we did this year, um, I wasn't at because I was shooting photo, but I we gave the iPhone 11 Pro to our videographer and we're like, just shoot some stuff with it, see see what you can get. And um, he actually, he had like, a, at one point in the reception, he gave the iPhone 11 Pro to the best man, who's the groom's brother, which is like, just, you know, walk around with it and see what happens. And... I did not end up using any of the footage because the best man shot a bunch of really boring stuff, but he's walking around with it handheld the whole time and it's like stable as hell. And it's like, it's mm-hmm. dark in there and it looks really good. Like no like grain or anything. And I was like, and he was on the selfie camera side, like the worst camera side. Oh wow. And I was just like, what the F is happening? Like it was, it was ridiculously good looking the whole time. And I was just like, this isn't going to put videographers out of business because I can clearly see when you give it to somebody who doesn't know what the hell they're doing or what to look for, it still turns out a bunch of really shitty footage. Um, but like on the technical aspects of stuff, like it was stable. There wasn't like a ton of grain. Like it, it looked good. So, and it made me think like, do we even need like expensive cameras anymore? Like maybe we just give like a iPhone 11 Pro or two to like the guests in the front row and then we rock one out from the back and you know, let it go. Call it a day. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, any other New Year's resolutions for you, bud? No, just uh, trying to find some tenants for uh, my rental property. <laughs> Ebenezer. 
the only other resolution I have is just I want to feel more present this year. Um, I feel like a lot of times I get bogged down with like, so I, I do like all the social media stuff for Jen and I's businesses and I do the social media stuff for Jen and I's podcast and for your and I's podcast and um, I enjoy it. Do you want to see more present in our social no, media? I enjoy it, but I also <laughs> feel like I can get distracted like when we're out like doing stuff. If like there's a flurry of like posts in the wedding hangover Facebook group or if there's like a bunch of DMs somebody starts sending to the wedding photo hangover account. And so I just want to get better at not ignoring that kind of stuff, but being able to compartmentalize and shut off the part of me that's like, I need to work on social media stuff time for certain yeah and like put like scheduling out blocks of like i'm only gonna do social media like from eight to nine this morning and then maybe again from like uh two to three or something and the rest of the day i'm going to spend working on other stuff or i'm going to spend with my family you know gotta coordinate off stuff that's kind of my goal for this next year that's a good goal so dustin what are you looking forward to in the new year I am looking forward to not working for the mayor. Nice. <laughs> no, I really enjoyed that. And uh, I'm actually a little disappointed that more work hasn't come from that. That's not to say that work won't come from that experience, mm-hmm. but um, from the connections I made. But uh, yeah, just uh, it's a new year with new opportunities. And I'm kind of curious to see what this year brings i have i feel like i've really grown over the last year in different ways um, i mean your video work has gotten much better uh, for the last year um i think shooting for the mayor probably helped with that because you're shooting a lot more but like composition for video stuff for you is just really you're really good at it now i've been very impressed by your know. work i don't know what video work you're talking you've about, sent me but... stuff you've shot for the mayor and edited i've watched it you're getting very good very, I'm very proud of you. That's maybe because we have time to compose. Maybe. But we had time to compose in Sierra Leone, and you did a really shitty job every time. Maybe your taste on my composition has just nope, grown. You've gotten better. I can tell you it's that <laughs> one. <laughs> oh, I, I feel like that video still stands, though. Sierra Leone video did a lot of post-production on that a lot of post-production on the plane ride back <laughs> oh god we should uh, we should toss that up in the uh, patreon there's a goal for it in the patreon if we get uh, enough subscribers we'll we'll do a whole episode just on our time in sierra leone people s- keep like dming us about that i thought like we st- kind of stopped talking about it so i kind of just figured like it would not come up ever again but i guess people listen to the back episodes here i am <laughs> oh, here, here you just, are. You're, you're the to make one. A push. <laughs> so, I mean, for me, New Year, Dustin, I'm looking forward to new election. You know, political season coming up. Uh, I want to. I'm see already some the president of my association, Steve. <laughs> Steve, I'm already the president. Of, and there's no more in your election politics. You know, they've they've invested mm-hmm. in a good person, a good human being, the kind of guy who would evict someone right before Christmas. Exactly. It's a new year, Steve. New tenants, new a year. Real money making. Stop man. referencing the old episodes. <laughs> Focus on the so new. So, Dustin, are there any mistakes you're going to try to avoid in the new year? Mm, 
wow, mistakes I'm going to try to avoid. Probably talking about clients on this podcast. <laughs> that is probably something I will avoid in the new year. Oh my gosh. That's so meta and nobody will know what the hell you're talking about because we had to cut it from the episode, but wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that makes my heart happy. Um, Justin, I think it's time to move on to Q&A for our New Year's Eve episode. Q&A me, Steven. Let's do some Q&A. But, but Steve. Spaces from a random Facebook group. That's a weird name. Did my autocorrect screw his name up? I feel like, feel like that's an autocorrect screw up. That's weird. Maybe it's Kevin Spacey. Nope. Uh, nope. Nope. That would get cut from the podcast if it's him. Shooting my first New Year's Eve wedding. I usually go to bed around 9.30 a.m. How am I going to stay up till midnight? Coffee. Energy drinks. Coffee. Energy drinks. The fear of screwing up so bad because you fell asleep and didn't make it to midnight that you won't get paid and you'll in fact get sued and your business will fold underneath you. Well, he never says in the question that he has to stay till midnight. I assume. It, why would he want to stay up till midnight if he didn't have to stay shooting till midnight, Dustin? I'm not going to stay up till midnight. My contract ends at 1030 and I have an hour and a half drive home. I am spaces. Yeah. <laughs> it's spaces. That's not what the name says. It's French. It's French. I'm Sissy Spacek. How am I going to stay up? Shish spacek. Um, yeah, no, I mean, we typically do a New Year's Eve wedding every year. Um, this is the first year in a while we haven't had one. And uh, yeah, typically the wedding starts later. So try to sleep in that morning. Um, grab a little power nap before you head off to the wedding. And um, if you have kids, you can't do that. So sorry. But if you have kids, you have no problem staying up till midnight. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I would say if you can get some coffee at the venue you're at. Um, something Jen and I learned this year is there are quite a few venues in the Indianapolis area that don't serve normal coffee. They only serve decaf coffee. The reason being really? that uh, when people mix alcohol with coffee, they get drunk but don't feel drunk because they have the caffeine, so they don't feel like the sleepiness, you know? So then mm -hmm. they get real wild and out of hand. It's like drinking Red Bull with vodka, except not quite as mm. hard as Red Bull with vodka, you know, because people who do that go real hard. Um, so, yeah, a lot of uh, venues apparently switch out to de or only serve decaf. They don't actually, like, advertise this or tell anybody this. They just have coffee. Isn't that kind of dangerous, though, decaf. for, like, the people who haven't been drinking and they, like, need that little caffeine boost to get home? Yeah, no. What the hell, dude? No. Well, if I don't get my coffee at the wedding, I don't know how I'll make it home tonight. No, mm -hmm. no. Those people, if they feel tired, should be staying in a hotel. They shouldn't be driving. You shouldn't drive tired, Dustin. That's why you drink coffee. But you'd still feel tired if it was... I once shot a wedding in Indiana. I once shot a wedding in Indiana, Steve jumped in my car, drove through the night to New York to shoot a wedding the next You're an morning. idiot. You're 100% an idiot. I wouldn't advise that to anyone. 
but that was one of the most dangerous things I've ever yes, done. Yes, and that was a foolish, foolish. Custom. I've never drank more five-hour energies in not five-hour spans than I Do did Do you still drink five-hour energies ever? That was like something Jen and no. I did when we first started shooting wedding photography was like we'd do a five hour energy like halfway through the night. And like we just stopped at some point in time. Those things have to be so bad for you. Hey, spaces, no, don't drink a five hour energy. Never drank them at weddings, but I was always concerned. We never had like money when we first got started to like be able to afford a hotel we would always charge the couple for a hotel and then drive home nice um, i love that get that like extra 200 bucks or whatever that's the way to do it so i'm like 200 dollars or two dollars for a five-hour energy drink and then crin can sleep well i just hope to god i get us home and then you'll both feel like shit all day the next day it's great she she won't she'll be she, slept she didn't really sleep she car. slept in the car car sleep isn't real sleep everybody knows this you wake up feeling <laughs> worse than you did if you would have just stayed awake it's true i can't sleep in the car that's why i just might as well drive yeah so spaces uh i guess do five hour energy the dustin mckibben style mix mm -hmm. uh, mix mm -hmm. your vodka with it. your red bulls while you're shooting this wedding it's not a big deal you know it's yeah. true you, yeah, that's definitely a way to die. But, you know, Allie from a random Facebook group asks, does anyone dress differently for New Year's Eve weddings? I don't know if I should wear something a little bit more party-like or if I should go with my typical formal business gear. I really want to wear a dress I bought for New Year's Eve. I bought it before I booked this New Year's Eve wedding, though. I'm just nervous this dress won't be appropriate for the wedding because it's modern and a bit cleavagey. And the wedding is a Victorian era themed wedding. But I look super cute. Help. You spelled help with an A. Help. So I like to assume this is uh, from the Facebook group Hipster Millennial Photographers of Facebook. No, Zoomers. Hipster Zoomer Photographers of Facebook. Hipster, Zim Zim, Mazda. There's somehow zoom, big zoom, zoom. Victorian era themed weddings because that sounds awesome. Yeah, I know. But like, if you're going to a Victorian era themed wedding, like that's got to be like, there's the neckline is like your chin, right? <laughs> yeah. Like you should just dress as somebody who survived the plague. <laughs> just, just, just show up, dress like a plague doctor. <laughs> show up with your crow's mask and wearing all black yeah. and you're a plague doctor it's yeah. all good don't worry about it and then like swap out your camera bag for like an old doctor's bag I heard photographers typically wear black at these weddings so at your Victorian era themed wedding I came as a plague doctor <laughs> walk around with a wagon the whole time and just ring a bell and be like bring out your dead <laughs> And then slowly push guests over onto your wagon. I have the thieves' oils from essential oils, so I will be fine. While all the rest of you get sick, I'm a plague doctor. <laughs> and then just hire associates to take the pictures. Because for you, it's all about living up that theme. Yeah, it's all about that theme. And, you know, save that cleavage dress for some other time. You know, it's a bit more modern anyway. Like, like a good New Year's Day party. You know, flip it, though, Dustin. You show up to the Victorian-era-themed wedding in your cleavage dress. Mm -hmm. As yeah. I do. Um, 
put on like a big copper wristwatch and just tell everyone you're a time traveler. Now you've turned this Victorian era themed wedding into a steampunk wedding. Think about Ooh, that. You gotta like bring. You gotta bring a hoverboard. <laughs> you take a, you you hoverboard your ass into that wedding, and you're like, "I'm from the future." <laughs> Looking for the. Oh shit! I'm losing all my, all of my, Back to the Future references. No, you're on Back to the Future now. Flux flux capacitor. What's what's the thing they're looking for? Yeah, the flux capacitor is the thing that gets them back and forth from the future to the past. I don't think they're ever looking for it. They're looking for power to power power it. power for it. It's been a while since I've seen those yeah, movies. It, in the second movie, uh, Doc's all like. Oh, yeah, you just throw a few crumpled up soda cans in and you can go anywhere you want. I fixed the flux capacitor. You no longer need lightning bolts or uranium. There you go. Yeah, I think you're all good. Just show up in a DeLorean with your cleavage dress and a big copper watch and say you're from the future. Mm -hmm. And maybe like those bifocals. Or show up like a normal professional dressed wedding photographer and stop shaming our community. Or you yeah, zoomer. Yeah, show up like a normal wedding photographer in a big hoop dress, <laughs> the neckline <laughs> that goes all the way up to your chin, and talk like this the entire time. Talk. How was that against you? Well, I'm sorry, we, I'm trying to pick. We're up. in Victorian England. You you have to talk like this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Sheena from a random Facebook group says, The bride and groom sprayed my camera with champagne. Do I bill them for it? <laughs> it has liquid damage now and it smells terrible. I have a New Year's Eve wedding in a few weeks, and the bride and groom at this wedding said they're doing a crazy champagne pop too, and now I'm scared. I can't get my backup camera near that. What do I do? I have a champagne phobia. <laughs> Man. I don't know. I think you just have to uh, start coming prepared with like an umbrella or like a piece of plexi. Or get a weatherproof camera. I'm, I'm guessing Sheena shoots on a Sony. If she had a Canon, she'd be all good. Mm, yeah. That's true. Yeah, you get that Sony soaking wet with some chimpagne. She probably wanted that Sony so she had that multiple bursts being able to shoot fast enough to capture that mm, champagne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The focusing you know, possibilities that come with that. I saw somebody in a Facebook group blur. complaining that their their focus, their autofocus was too good because during a bubble exit recently with the bride and groom, the uh, autofocus caught focus on uh, one of the bubbles <laughs> as opposed to the bride and groom's face and they were complaining about it. <laughs> and everybody in the group was like, back button focus. <laughs> you back button focus? No. No? You're you're a shutter boy. Uh, well, Sony has this cool thing, shutter boy, uh, where you can l lens button focus. Okay, you've been on the Sony for like a week. Yeah, can't can I pretend? Have you shot a Have you a shot a wedding on the Sony yet with your lens nope. button focus? Okay, this this weekend, first time. Share your garbage for some other day, then. Your garbage. We'll put that in the follow up for the next time we record. Lens button I'm focus. I'm kind of slightly terrified. You should be. I have like this anxiety of shooting. We shot a few family sessions this week, full Sony, and that was enough anxiety for me to almost switch back to Nikon. Yeah, you went hard in the paint in those, though. 
really really pushing it mm-hmm. really trying to get your uh, money's worth see what it what it's all about uh it's just uh it's just very different it's very different than what i'm used to and when it comes to a wedding where every shot counts you know it's just uh got to break my break my cherry sounds about right uh dang disgusting and chauvinistic uh sheena bill bill that bride and groom who destroyed your camera they they deserve to be billed you probably didn't have insurance i guess so yeah you know whatever do what you gotta do and uh don't get your backup camera near that uh crazy champagne pop unless it's a canon or a nikon or some other weatherproof brand yeah, or just shoot far enough away where you don't get, have to worry about it getting on you. Stop using a 14 Sheena, millimeter you're lens. You're a zoomer too. Get your zoomer lens out. Get your, get your zoomer. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Wedding Photo Hangover Podcast. If you love the show, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. If you want to connect, we're at Wedding Photo Hangover on Instagram. Dustin, my man, is on Instagram at Dustin underscore McKibben. And Steven is at Steven Van Elk. If you want to join the awesome community of listeners that contribute to the show every week, join the Wedding Hangover Facebook group. But if you want to keep this podcast alive, head over to StevenDustinSaveTheWorld.com and you can sign up to support the podcast for as little as $1 a month. On top of the benefit of knowing you're keeping a good show going, because we got a good thing going here, folks. You also get the benefit of extra content, like uh, outtakes from guest episodes, um, bonus content, like at the $5 tier, uh, you get the Stephen Doesn't Save the World podcast, where we answer more Facebook questions every week. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Your head is pounding, your limbs feel like dead weight, and your entire being aches for the sweet embrace of death. That's right, next Sunday after you shoot anotherwedding.com. Another wedding. <laughs> Dustin, have you watched anything new since last week? <laughs> have you read any good books? Um, no, Stephen. No, Dustin. I let me tell you, Jen and I still reading and watching the same. Thing. Jen and I started watching the show Fleabag on Amazon Prime. I always forget about Amazon. Oh Prime my gosh, shows. dude! We started watching Fleabag, and it was like one night, and we just went through like all of first season and the next night we're like we'll What's start second season it's about being a woman in the uk it's See, i don't like uk it's shows. so funny dude it's one of the funniest shows i've ever watched and also it did make me cry a few times and it made jen cry a few times too because women have it harder than men i don't know if that's true, that's true. but um i would say it's very funny it's a very different take than what i've seen except when it comes to wedding photography yeah. I feel like they have it so oh easy. Oh gosh, you show it a sexist pick. I just I said they so have it much. easy. Yeah. Make us men have to work twice as hard. Oh yeah, yeah, you know it. Um, <laughs> oh, I think that's going to do it for us tonight. Oh my gosh. Oh my We're Working hard over here with Dusty McKibbs. Always, always trying. Have Steven. a great night, my good friend Dustin. Have a great year, Stephen. Well, happy New Year's.
you know, getting fisted by that beer is probably better than getting fisted by your brother. <laughs> Wedding Photo Hangover was edited this week by Steve Van Elk of Bespoke Tone. Go to Bespoke Tone for all of your photo, video, and audio editing needs. Woo-wee!